is up, everybody? Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, got a good show for you tonight. It's going to be interesting. It's an interesting topic. Uh, we're talking online tournaments and online tournament trails. Um, it's kind of a polarizing topic, I'd say. Some people love them, some people hate them, but they're they're definitely a, a big deal out there that a lot of people enjoy. Uh, we've got David Cruz from Pond Warrior with us. We've got Preston Harris and Jim Morrissey from Yak Bass in a new series this year. They're going to kind of dive into what they have going on and, uh, <clears throat> you know, give us a breakdown on what's coming. I think both of them have a little new a new spin on, on online tournaments compared to what's been done in the past. So, uh, And, of course, we got Ryan with us down there. He's out there freezing to death in Memphis. Hang tough, and, and Shane will be with us here in a second. But, uh, fellas, thanks for jumping on here with us. Um, Appreciate you doing this. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. Thanks for having Thanks me. For having yeah, us. man. All right, uh, David, we're going to go to you first. Uh, you know, Pond Warriors okay. been around since mid last mid season last year. Uh, you guys yeah. have done some cool stuff. I know you got some other things coming up this year. So uh, tell us how this got started and, and what you have coming in nineteen. Um, it's a uh, it's it's a funny story actually. Back in uh, all last year, we had a guy who actually got banned banned from our clubs for cheating um he would go online and make fun of people that catch big fish on smaller lakes or 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 ponds if, if you want to call it that um and he would make fun of people try to discredit their cat their catch their catches and stuff like that so um from there uh every time somebody would catch a big fish the, the running joke was to hashtag pond warrior um so my buddy uh Derek jameson um one day posted a, a picture of a hat with Pond Warrior on the front of it. And I liked it. And I asked him, hey, why don't, why don't you make this a, a, some kind of brand or a clothing line? And he said, no, I'm not into that. I'm not that type of that. So I asked him, do you mind if I go ahead and take over? And he said, yeah, go ahead and go for it. Um, so I started doing the whole, you know, apparel and, and big bass shout out thing on Instagram. And then Dwayne Wally from Turny X hit me up one day. <coughs> and, uh, he suggested that we do a Pond Warrior tournament, 25 acres or less, private pond or private or public. And I like the idea, but instead of doing 25 acres, we went with 50. And next thing you know, I got people like Ron Champion hitting me up, talking about that he likes the idea, he wants to join in and and give out a prize for whoever wins the first one we ever did, which it was a 48-hour event. Um, and it turned out good. It was an all-you-can-catch event. Um, it was kind of kind of hectic uh, judging fish because people were catching so many fish, but uh, it worked out. Uh, and then from there, uh, people started liking it. I created a Facebook page. People followed, and uh, here we are, uh, going on going on a 2019 strong with a couple different uh, formats that we're going to bring in. I'm going to throw your schedule up there real quick. Pull it up. So I know you. I've seen the celeb challenge, the bracket. Uh, style challenge you have coming tell us a little bit about some of that different different stuff you have coming up yeah so when we first started we were doing all you can catch kind of like an mlf style fishing deal uh we started with 48 hours but that was a little too much so we changed it changed it to a 10 hour uh 10, 10 hour day deal um and then during the off season i got to thinking about new ways of just changing stuff around um i think there's a lot of animosity against online fishing and and people or talk talking negatively about it because there's AOI points involved and people think that people don't really put as much effort when they're when they're doing the uh, 30 day online deals into as much as they do when they do a live event. 
So to me, it's more of a having fun type stuff, you know, grab your kids, go out on a Sunday afternoon to a pond. So we're going to do the, the same all-you-can-catch events that we did last year, and we are, we're also going to bring two different new uh, formats. It's going to be a bracket-style format, uh, which will run for 30 days, but it will actually be divided into four weeks. Each week, each week consists of a 48-hour fishing deal. Um, you can fish either Saturday or Sunday. Um, you pick. I know people out there working, and, and they may not be able to fish both days, so you get to pick whether you want to fish on Saturday or Sunday for the uh, month-long bracket-style format. And then a buddy of mine, uh, Rick Williams, he works at a country bar, and they got, like, this whole rodeo deal. You ride a bull and all that good stuff. And he brings up to me the idea of, I, call it, I think they call it the uh, bounty bull or something like that, where bull riders pay money to ride a bull, and if you don't beat the bull, then the money rolls over to the next week or some stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of ways of of bringing that into into online fishing so so that it can be fun so i came up with the celebrity challenge deal so basically it'll be everybody against the celebrity that we choose for that week um, our first celebrity for the uh, first event is going to be uh mr uh, uh jackson or a uh, cool youth angler from indiana he's killing it right now um so basically Everybody goes against Jackson, and if nobody beats Jackson, 70% of the pot rolls over to the next event. Um, if, and those who do beat Jackson get to split the pot evenly, um, whatever whatever much money we have in there. Now, I know you uh, threw some invites out to some of the KVN boys. You threw one to Ryan, uh, threw one to myself, Jim Clark, some of the others. So Yeah, uh, Ryan, Ryan said he's down for it, Shane. You said so. Jim Clark said he's down for it. BBS and Liberty Deal. Uh, Ron Champion Jones also on board. Um, Christine and AJ, I asked them to do it. They, they, they're going to look into their schedule, but most likely they are, they all, they are also on, uh, on board. Um, I have so many people I have to ask. Uh, Jay Wallen, Jay Whalen. Um, I don't know if I'm messing it up, but um, I want to ask him to do it. I haven't talked to him directly, but um, you know, it's not necessarily a celebrity. Um, I call it a celebrity challenge, but to me, it's more of a of an influential person in the uh, kayak community or fishing community for that matter. I know I want to get Marty Hughes from Nebraska on there on board as well. I know he's huge here in the Midwest, so. That sounds like a good time. Yep. Okay, uh, well appreciate that brother. And I know we've got some questions coming in from the uh, gallery here. We'll get to those in a minute, but let's go with uh, Preston and Jim from Yak Bassin. Uh, welcome fellas. Uh, thanks for getting on here with us, and, and I know you guys are new this year. I'm one of you out on the East Coast, one of you down in Texas. We talked a little bit before the deal started here. Um, give us a breakdown. What do you have coming in 19? Uh, so basically for uh, 2019, we got uh, online tournaments nationwide uh, for seven different regions. So we're going to equal out about 46 tournaments for the year uh, throughout all those regions. And... Uh, it's going to be 100% payout minus the attorney X fees, operational fees. Um, I mean, it's just from the reason it started, everything that started was uh, when I found out I was moving into uh, moving into Texas, I realized there was no group, there was no club anywhere really uh, close by. So then I got to thinking, well, what about those individuals that can't travel that far, can only do local waters? And that's kind of where the idea stemmed from. And then I got with Jim. 
and uh, me and Jim just kind of started running with something. Yeah, absolutely comes from, you know, having those guys that are committed. They're absolutely, you know, as crazy fishermen, diehard fishermen that we all are, but they may not have access to some of the larger tournament networks uh, that still want to participate. We also wanted to make it available for individuals that, you know, we're getting into it, into the sport brand new, make it accessible for them on, you know, a lot of variety of skill levels while still being really competitive. Uh, it can be, you know, tournament kayak fishing, even the kayak level can be really intimidating. And we want to make it just as plain and simple and easy as possible, yet being just ferociously competitive at the same time. And we thought it was something that we could roll out to the nation and work really well. And so far it's been taking off pretty good. So we're, we're very excited. I know uh, we talked a little bit earlier about the format. Uh, can you guys explain that a little bit about how you're going to be set up and how long these terms are going to last? Okay. Sure. I'll let Preston take that one if he wants. So uh, basically our tournaments are going to be 48 hours. It's going to be Saturday through Sunday, Saturday midnight through Sunday, 11.59 p.m. Um, obviously, depending on which region you're in and which time zone you're going to be in. So those terms will be 48 hours. They're going to be uh, five fish, the best of five fish. Uh, and then you can cull throughout the 48 hours as needed. And then um, that's just basically the, the breakdown of how they're going to be going. Jim, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, we just try to keep it as absolutely simple as possible. It's a 48-hour tournament. They can start fishing, you know, right at midnight on Saturday morning, um, you know, right there through 48 hours the longest five fish wins you know we listed all the the rules the general example online and make it as easy for the first time kayak tournament fisherman as possible tourney x is an established app that you know performs it's got a proven track record so we're thinking you know pairing up with those guys i think it's going to work really well and i think you know so far it's doing okay we're so getting excited so is it 48-hour marathon style? No break? You can just fish as much as you can in that 48 hours? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's yep, definitely. I mean, I think it would be something that's accessible for you know, the guy that maybe can't fish on Saturday but can fish on Sunday. Gives them a little bit more flexibility to those weekend warriors. I'm going to throw something up that I thought was very impressive, and that is your uh, regional breakdown. Uh, there's some other series out there. Uh, three-letter initials to it, but some of the regions were broken up in a different way, and the way you guys did it, uh, it made a lot of sense. I mean, it's not perfect, but it makes a lot more sense mm -hmm. than some of the other stuff I've seen out there. How'd you come up with that? That was uh, a lot of discussion and a lot of uh, hearing other anglers out in, in each region, and yep. um, that's pretty much what it came down to. There was multiple changes, multiple posts, multiple changes. Uh, and finally, what we came out with was what we're going to stick with. And if we have to make changes next year, that's what we'll do. But right now, that, that's what felt comfortable to us, and that's what we felt like going with, and we think it's going to work out great. Hey, Ryan, are you stationary now? Yeah, man, I came in the house. They gave me uh, this private little uh, whiskey barrel room at this restaurant. Nice. <laughs> <I'm warm. laughs> don't, don't drink it all. I don't know if uh, you were seeing some of the comments, but guys were giving you hell. They thought you were floating into another dimension. Told you to stop. No, I think, I think I think Jim. Kind of. I had to go find the manager and ask if I could use this little room here 
Y'all don't know. Jim, right? Jim, is, Jim is getting on me because of my accent, so it's yeah. all good. It's all love. Uh, I don't know if I've ever hear, heard Jim speak. Does he got that good uh, southern accent going? We need to get oh, him on my here goodness. He sent me a video the other day, and it was kind of goofy. He just sounds like a dumbass, exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so why is why is there so much negativity around? What, what's your thoughts about uh, why why there's so much negativity around online fishing? You guys can uh, Ryan or me. I, Both of you. Personally, right. like myself, I I just think like I don't really have a problem with online fishing. Like if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But like if, when you try to factor it into like an angler of the year format in live tournaments, you know when you bring that component in. I think that waters it down because, you know, you're not on the same water. You're not fishing the same conditions. You know, it's not like you're competing. You're not beating the other people like on the same playing field, you know, like you may have, uh, I've got a pond at home. It's like a half acre. It's a frog pond. I mean, it's grassed over. Like you can go down there and catch three or four twenties every single day. Like that's, that's a given, but that doesn't make you a better angler just because you've got this isolated spot where, where those fishy frogs all the time. Absolutely. And I agree with you. I, I don't think it should be factored in some, some type of AOI or or even some type of national championship deal like some of those are going around here. But um, I agree. Um, but at the same time, there's people that can't travel and do tournaments, live tournaments like we do sometimes. No, uh, I mean, I get that. And people want to compete. You want to compete no mm-hmm. matter what it is that you're able to do and i understand that my, like the my whole thing against it was was you know being factored into any kind of aoi like that's that's what I got. unless it's just a complete online you know if that's the whole format that's great but i don't think you should mix the two you shouldn't mix you know online with live events live correct like so, i get a lot of i get a lot of satisfaction from 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 people sending me messages saying hey I'm going to do more Pond Warrior events this year because it allows me to go out and take my kids on Sundays. I like that, yeah. um, which is why my events are, are either you can fish from the bank or from a boat or from a John boat or from a belly boat. Whatever you want to do, you can fish it from for my events because to me, it's, it's, this is not for AOI points. This is not for, for some type of national championship. This is just to go out and fish. To me, it is important to go out and fish. It's, it's, it's important for you to take your kids out so that's why I'm doing Pond Warrior. Um, and, and there's all this negativity over, over online events that I disagree with. I do agree with, with what you said, but at the same time, there's people that want to go out there but can't. Um, so I feel like online events give them the opportunity to, to feel like they're, they're some type of competitive and, and we all have that in, inside of us, I think. So. And I think the so, Yak Bassin guys, are y'all running an AOI point system through your trip? I mean, it's just online, though. You're not combining four different things into one big pot, right? You talk, uh, you're talking to Yak Bassin, right? Yeah, Yak Bassin, guys. Yeah, so basically what we're having, like I said, we have these seven different regions. Each region is going to have their own AOI for their region, for those anglers that compete within that region. And, uh, you know, going into a little bit of what I told you before we actually launched uh, live was the game plan is – in 2020 to actually host a national championship uh, but taking the top anglers from these seven regions the top five anglers from each seven region and actually bringing them together and saying all right who is the big stick of the nation you know something like that but it's yeah, all based off the same is, format right 
Sorry. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Yep, I still, you know, I really do think, I, I get your point, you know, having it where, where, you know, may not be a level and easy playing field for angels are going down there, hitting that donkey farm and just pulling in, you know, 20s all day long in their one little spot. But I still think that that spirit of competition is there where if they get an opportunity to be placed on an equal and level playing field in a central neutral location, that it's going to be still an absolute all-out battle. I think it'll be entertaining for the individuals that are kind of, you know, watching it and for the people that are in it and just provide another opportunity to motivate them to be as, you know, as dedicated and competitive as they possibly can. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not fantastic payouts for just the normal tournaments. It's not everything balled up to that one final little nugget. It's going to be huge payouts along the way. So if you're in it for Angler of the Year points, or if you're in it to just try to win a couple of the tournaments, there's an absolute incentive to do both on that. Uh, and we're just gonna we're gonna keep pushing it and see where it goes. We don't really have any live events scheduled uh, for 2019, but if we uh, keep going the way we're going, we're gonna try to make that happen for 2020. So I think that will be a, a good uh, focus for us. And to answer your question, David, you asked why I didn't like them originally. I'll give full disclaimer. The only reason I'm going to the national championship this year is I fished one online event and slid in there like a chump at the very end. Um, I remember, I remember, they were at, uh, down at Fork and you told me that you made it. Yeah, I slid in there at the last minute by an inch. I hadn't fished a KBF event all year and fished that last monthly. And, and what, was, uh, what was the timeline of events you signed up? On, on one day and I signed up the last started day, the 30 day deal that, that was it got in there by an inch thought some thought people were sandbagging but they weren't I got in there and now, uh, now you're going to the national championship now I'm going <laughs> so, so now Jeff, I'm going. Jeff and David messed around all year they both ended up qualifying online for the national championship you know fishing a couple days that's that's how that worked out right like, which think, and, and that's that's what I'm looking forward to is seeing the bar raised on these qualifying spots for for any championship and and you know talking about y'all's yak passing thing uh i think oh there's shane shane's in hey online events i think Mm -hmm. when you have people show up live to fish for the actual championship uh that's that's when you're gonna you're gonna learn the truth is is when people show up on that that same body of water that a lot of them have never seen before that's that's when you're gonna figure out you know who's who's got the honey hole and who's actually out there uh you know Fishing technique. Mm-hmm. I totally I agree. agree. Totally and, agree. And that's what do you think? Uh, I'm just jumping in. What's the what's the discussion? Online events. What's 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 the negativity around it? Why and do you agree or disagree? Oh, uh, I wish I would have heard everyone else's opinion so I don't duplicate. But I think just catching the tail end of this. Um, a lot of the negativity is is because of what we're accustomed to uh, as far as qualifying spots and these month-long events. I think I it was it the Yak Bassin guys that uh, mentioned their 48-hour event. Um, I think those are a pretty cool setup. It lets people still compete that uh, maybe can't fish as much during the month. Um, the month-long events, I think, just kind of have a bad shadow because it a lot of times it depends on how good a honey hole you found and how often you can fish versus actual skill set. It's, it's no coincidence the same guys win those monthlies every time or are close to the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're good fishermen, they have the time, and are they're, or they're next to good water, maybe all three. Uh, it's yeah. tough. 
I know guys. I know guys that got honey holes in different states just because they're they live in in a border state, and they're fish both states in one month and win both of those. Yeah. So the way you guys are doing that, both of you is uh, it's kind of equalizing the playing field a little bit, uh, shortening them. But down they do provide opportunity day. for guys that can't travel, either because they can't take vacation or financially they're unable to because it is expensive to travel you know out of Definitely. state and uh you know spend a week of gas and food and hotel and absolutely so it lets people compete that aren't able to uh on on a bigger scale well here yeah there i mean there was there was the guys that wanted to you know they may want to try to do those larger tours and those qualifying events for some of the larger trails but they can't drive you know four or five hours stay in a hotel room um they might be 20 hours from the event and still be just a nasty stick, you know, really good fishermen, very dedicated, uh, you know, with a good setup. They're just not near a trail and they want to be involved in that. And that gives them some flexibility to do that. Try to, you know, get into the tournament scene. Let's hear, we talked before we came online about uh, one of the black eyes on not only online, but live tournaments. And that's what are you guys going to do to look out for the uh, unfortunate cheaters that pop up? Mm -hmm. Uh, not just online, but it happens at live events too. But what are some of the plans you have to look out for that? Uh, so with the Akabasa, we've actually, uh, we've been very blessed and uh, very fortunate to have, you know, the, the kayak fishing community. They're normally, you have those guys that are kind of for themselves, but most of all, in, in general, you have everybody that's going to help you out. And uh, we actually had a lot of individuals actually from Natural State and some other clubs that have reached out to us and said, hey, these are individuals that we have banned from our club. And um, we took into consideration, they sent us their files, everything they had, the supporting documents. And we actually, I mean, we actually at Yak Bassin have uh, gave somebody their refund back because we were unaware of this individual. And uh, we get their money back and said, hey, this is the stuff that we have on you. We're sorry you can't compete this year. We'll, we'll reconnect with you next year and go from there. So that's what we're doing on that end, uh, starting before the tournaments have actually taken off is connecting. Um, yeah. But but for the tournaments, uh, I mean, we we have a group of designated judges. Uh, I'll let, I'll let um, Jim explain that a little bit better. He wouldn't actually go into detail yeah. on that. We have, um, you know, we have some dedicated admins that are going to take the time and effort that may not have, you know, you know, the same setup as like a month long tournament where they have to monitor that almost every single day, looking at pictures that they, they just might not have the manpower to effectively manage what's coming in, what's being submitted um, with a 48 hour tournament in those regions. We have kind of a dedicated staff in a circle that we trust to evaluate the pictures but on top of that, utilizing Tourney X, you know, we're going to utilize, you know, everything at their disposal as well. You know, location coordinates to verify that it's, in fact, public waters. Uh, we want to be as absolutely concise and crystal clear on the rules as possible so that there's no way they can be, you know, twisted or uh, miscommunicated. We want to make it as easy as possible, but at the same time, we want to make it kind of dependable and consistent for those guys uh, to know when they submit a fish that it's going to be, you know, a real <coughs> submission that they're not going to get, you know, taken advantage of by someone that's, you know, unsportsmanlike. It's, uh, in my opinion, it's a little different for me from my events uh, because I do all you can catch events. I had a 15-year-old kid oh. from Indiana catch 1,700 inches of fish in, in 48 hours. So wow. you can imagine, you can imagine how much, uh, how much work wow. I have in my hands. 
I had uh, it was amazing. me and three. Yeah, seventeen hundred, uh, seventeen hundred and fifty inches. I think. Uh, what's his name? Oh God, somebody help me out here. Uh, I'm no he, professional on inches, but that seems like a lot of inches. Yeah, <laughs> that's a high number. Then. His his average fish was twelve inches. Um, stand by. I'm having some some difficult here. Okay, I'm back. I think my phone's. I gotta plug it in. Anyway, uh, he's the kid that won the uh, Hobie Open last year. Uh, I forgot his name. Anyway, he he beat everybody in a two day event, including Ron Champion and Marty Hughes. So for for me, the whole cheating meal is a little different because I got so many fish coming in at one time. Um, so I rely a lot on time of picture taken and time of submission as well as GPS coordinates from Tourney X. Um, I had, uh, with the same 15-year-old kid, I had an issue because he was sending pictures like every two minutes. He was killing it. So I called Dwayne. I'm like, Dwayne, am I tripping? Dwayne is like, no, that seems kind of fishy. And we called called him. Uh, 15-year-old kid, he's probably got scared. Got a two-grown man calling him on the phone. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but we called him the phone and talked to his dad, and, and, and they sent the, they sent me a picture of, those, of what they were taking pictures with and they were, they were at. And I was able to ver- verify that, and, and it checked out. Um, the kid was just – he if, if I could show you guys the picture of where he was fishing, he had like 30 ponds literally within, within a mile, just going from pond to pond on a bicycle, killing it. Same thing with Jackson. I called Jackson because Jackson submitted a – a couple of fish that to me looked like the same fish and, and he was able to submit other pictures to to clear that up but he's another 15 year old kid from indiana as well that went from pond to pond on a bicycle killing him. he caught wow. he caught a lot of fish so he's, he's one one i got two kids two 15 year old kids from indiana that won two of my events against solid sticks but it's it's my events are are, are, are not are nationwide without a region because it's it's how many how many fish you can catch, not necessarily the best five. So I think it, it levels out uh, the playing field because you like I like I said, it's fifteen year old kid caught seventeen hundred inches. So. Dwayne dropped in there and said it was hundred and fifty six fish for that one kid. Yeah, he killed it. He destroyed wow. forty eight hours. That's awesome. Jason Jason Kinsey asked if it was a blue sky bicycle. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. Is he on here? Where's he at? Did he have a torpedo on the back of it? Was that with a cast net? Does any was anybody there to verify? No, nah, he had a buddy. He had a buddy with him, and he sent me a, a pictures and everything. Sounds so. like he had about fifteen buddies with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, another thing with Yak Bassin is uh, we've actually partnered up with some really good companies. Uh, for our season, our tournament season, they're kicking off, and some of those being, uh, you know, fishing online, catch boards with Duke West Camp, um, Never Lost Gears, and uh, Bending Branches, Yak Gear, Alex Rods. So we've actually partnered up with a lot of good companies, uh, and, you know, and they're all looking forward to, you know, the 2019 season with us. Mm-hmm. Why don't you I don't have any the Yak Addicts and get some – Get some rat hats on your heads. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Hey, man. Uh, David knew. <laughs> I just moved, I man. I'm, I'm, money's a little shy. You know I where he moved? Hey, Ryan and Shane, he moved down to where, what lake are you by? Amistad? Uh, lake Amistad, yes, sir. Yeah. Giants down there. If I can't spell right. it, I don't fish it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll translate. 
You got him. Okay. What kind of questions we got coming in from the from the gallery? Jim Clark said kayak tournaments do a good job policing themselves, even if it's after the fact. Sound like you guys uh, experienced a little bit of that with yak bassing anyway. Folks chiming in and letting we you know what was going on. Yeah, I definitely feel like we hold ourselves or, you know, we'd like to think that kayak anglers hold themselves to a higher standard. But, you know, there are some other established trails that have seen some unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, the really amazing thing that Preston mentioned was people in other clubs and other regions hundreds of miles away when they heard that we were establishing an online, you know, national kayak you know, trail series, they were reaching out and giving us heads up on, hey, you know, be careful some of these individuals. And uh, sure enough, they would start popping up trying to get on the trail. And uh, it's just nice feeling that, you know, everyone's kind of looking out for everyone else. Obviously, we're doing everything we can, you know, on our end to monitor submissions, to make it so that it's absolutely, you know, super difficult to manipulate the system. Uh, but it's nice to know that that kayak community has kind of got your back. They're looking out for total strangers that are trying to uh, kind of do something else, which is cool. Yeah, maybe like that can that. be a deterrent for future cheaters once you're blackballed in the community like that's it's permanent it gets yeah. around to every event every tournament director i, I think we need to start i think we need to start pressing charges on, on people because it is theft um and it I, I i you know the word of mouth is great when when people know who cheated so they ban them from their club but there's no consequences to cheating i don't i, I haven't seen it yet and the mm -hmm. Other than the dude that was cutting mm -hmm. tails, I think he got charged with something. But there's there's yeah. no consequences, so people are gonna keep doing it. And yeah, you can get banned from a club, but you're still gonna be fishing. Um, if you get charged with with theft by deception or, or cheating on a tournament, you lose your hunting and fishing license for life. So that that hurts. So, so that being said, Jim Clark is a really good asset for you guys to use. He's been caught with theft by deception a couple times, and he keeps most of those cheaters in his DMs. So if you want to oh. hit up Jim, he'll give you a, a rap sheet on all of them. He I think keeps, I know yeah, one. He hits cool. refresh every day on them. I think I know one of them. Hey, I don't, he keeps in public records on deck, boys, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys realize this, but uh, David is the uh, founder-in-chief of the KBN Department of Justice. Good looking out, Dave. He came out with that nice. uh, that shield. Oh, you need some fish looked at. Yeah, he's the maker of the shield. <laughs> he's the Carl Winslow of KBN. That's right. I <laughs> know uh, we we also fish some pretty remote areas, and we're always happy to take people that uh, have a history of cheating out to some of our newer spots. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Baca asked if you released your schedule yet, David. It's up, isn't it? I put it up there a bit ago. My schedule? Yeah. Um, I released a tentative schedule for my for my all you can catch events. I don't have. I think I also released a schedule for the brackets. I'll have to. I'll have to find it. I think I posted it on my Facebook page. I don't have a schedule for the celebrity challenge because all of you celebrities out there got all this stuff going on throughout the year, so. We're gonna go with with uh, we're gonna go with the flow on that and uh, go by by events. So I'm gonna confirm whoever's available for whatever week we have for those events, and then whoever is free, it's gonna be my celebrity for that weekend. I know Ron said either 
springtime or, or late fall time or whatever but some people's it's hard it's hard for me to set up a schedule with with when i have other people as guests because they have their own schedules and life going on so right. we're gonna put that by a year as far as the all you can catch events and the bracket event it's posted on my facebook page uh at tongue warrior now where can uh folks find your stuff i know there's facebook but you guys have websites uh, other social media accounts what do y'all have going on yep www.pawnwarriorusa.com i'm gonna release the bracket uh uh results on that website as well as the celebrity challenge deal a a uh, itemized balance of how much money is going to roll over to the next event if the money rolls over to the next event how much money is getting paid to the celebrity or whoever beats the celebrity and all that. So it'll be all posted on my website. Yeah, and for us, we have uh, Uh We're also on uh, Facebook. You just look up Yak Bassin. And we're also on Instagram, yak.bassin. Uh, and that's where you'll find all of our information. Okay, great. Any more questions you guys have seen out there? I've got a few more things I want to touch on before we uh, run it for the night. We've got a... It, go ahead, Shane. I, I was saying, I was telling you to go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm going to put up the flashing light for a live <laughs> announcement right here. Um, oh, dang. We keep a running count on the uh, Chickamauga versus Santee Cooper event. I'm going to flash that graphic at last count. Registered anglers, 57, Chickamauga, Chickamauga, however you say that place, 12 yeah. to Santee Cooper. So it looks like uh, Hobie's doing oh. big, big things out the gate. Uh, so I don't know. We got How many weeks left before those kick off? What are we talking about? The, uh, those two big tournaments coming up. What about fishing, up. fishing live events, David, where, where you show up in real life? Hey, <laughs> what, what is that? Yeah. There'll be a lot of guys uh, signing up the week of, I'm sure, especially with KBF. Think, you think Hobie's going to hit 200? Think they're going to get there? No. They'll be big, though. Looks like both of them may, uh, I don't know. Jim Clark, I hashtag think, Santee. I think, think Chickabaga will hit 200. David, feeling, hmm. feeling strong. I'd say, I'd say 125 to 150 on Chickamauga because a lot of the local guys, yeah. our club, we we have, I don't know, 40, 40 guys that show up regularly. They, they're procrastinating, so they'll, they'll be in there. You'll see a lot of a lot of local turnout for that one, I'm sure. I mean, you got to think a lot of these guys have to account for the, the national championship coming up and the expenses for that trip and then also the Chickamauga trip. And so it's a lot of yeah. expenses. I think the closer we'll get, the more – they can save up with their paychecks and show up, I think. Those paycheck paycheck anglers. <laughs> I think so, we'll probably see the same for uh, for the Santee Cooper system coming down from, like, you know, the PD guys, that club, uh, Queen City, uh, Pinka, Plastic Kayak Navy, uh, Low Country Kayak Anglers. I think those guys will <laughs> try to sandbag Santee Cooper until the very end and then hopefully represent uh, low country kayak anglers, Chucktown kayak bass. Hopefully we'll see uh, some of those guys represent there too. So are, are you guys, uh, Jim and Preston, are you guys going to be at Santa Cooper? I won't be. Uh, Jim, he might be. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> we'll see. Might be? Okay. Okay. 
But uh, just a little nugget we want to throw out there is that uh, maybe in around two years or so, we're hoping to have uh, something in the works right now is we're hoping to have an actual live trail series. Okay. So just uh, that's just something in the works. And again, it's probably going to be two years, but it's definitely in the works. All awesome. right. Thanks to see where that goes. Big plans. Um, before we get out of here, you were talking about self-policing earlier, or somebody was. I think Jim made a comment about that. Today we had some some fun on the uh, KBN group page. <laughs> we kind of self-polices uh, on the daily. So anybody got any comments about some of the content that was shared today? Who are you, who are you talking about? I'm just throwing it out there. Anything that might have been <laughs> um, shared today. You got to David. Uh, like an idiot, I went fishing today instead of staying on Facebook all morning and Jesus and catching up on that. Yeah. Well, right. we ain't got to dive into it, but it definitely self-policed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some of the Always OGs. Master. Hey, yeah. you got to give a shout out to Christine, though. She destroyed that. Dude. <laughs> dude, that was that was hard. That was hard roast right there. That was, that was one tough. comment yeah. done, knocked out. Boom. Yeah, uh, that was more of a broil than a roast. Yeah. She's good with the words now. She, yeah, she, she's, you got to give it to her. Christine is good with the words. Upside down selfies and words. She's got them two things going. <laughs> you did good. Right. You did good. Yeah. In all seriousness, our page is a lot of fun. We appreciate all the people who get on there and, and go back and forth with each other. Some people take it a little too serious, it seems, get a little uh, up in their feelings, but we don't want that for anybody. We want everybody to have fun. So, uh, some of the KBN OGs like uh, Chase Tanner and Jim Clark, some of the others, they keep it that way, and we love them for it. So appreciate you guys out there. Boom. Boom. Anything else from anybody? What else is going on? Make sure you check out my page. Sign up for some fun warrior events. If you're not able to do any live events and uh, take your kids out fishing, have fun. Straight up. Uh, cool. Yeah, All we'd right. like to just let everyone know we do have an annual membership on the Yak Bassin page. Uh, provide some discounts from our awesome sponsors. Throw you guys some swag for signing up as well. A real low fee. Do you guys provide decals for signing up? Yes, sir. Okay. We'll have to stack them up and see. Yeah, we have. Yes, so uh, going with that, I mean, we got, like I said, the sponsors earlier, but we have a total of right now 12 sponsors that have jumped on board. So, uh, just our membership was only twenty dollars a year, and the the discounts that some of those sponsors give, you'll get your twenty bucks back like that. So that's good. Good and stuff. The dis the the twenty dollar membership fee is not required in order to fish uh, the tournaments. Yeah, that's one of the big things we wanted to hit. Okay. Right on. All right. Well, hey, short show tonight. We're gonna let everybody get out of here. I know. Ryan's got some uh, things to do, and and uh, Ryan got yeah, to chop down a whole tree. Yeah, <laughs> David, enjoy your night off. Uh, Yak bass and guys, thanks for jumping on here, Jim and Preston. It was a fun, fun time. <clears throat> Maybe as the season gets going, we can have everybody back on and, and kind of touch base at the end thanks and see how it went. Guys, thank you, definitely. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'll have one of those. Hey, y'all take care. Online yeah. guys, keep your data up, all right? You keep don't want to run out of data on the water. Hey, right? you got to have service. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas. We gone. Bedtime. See y'all. All right. See you, sir. Right, guys. Lord. Oh. Is that it? We That's it. it.